Welcome to another message from C3 Mumbai. For more information about C3 Mumbai, please visit our website c3mumbai.com or visit our Facebook page. Well, God is here and you are here, so something special is going to happen. Amen. Before I do anything, today is Connect Sunday. Every little while, we, we just take a moment to remind everyone of how powerful connects are in people's lives. Can I invite Ankit and Niti up? Okay, I have a question for you. Since it's Connect Sundays, Connect Groups, our, our, our sermon-based Connect Groups, okay, we do them every week. Um, these guys are a big part of Connect Groups. Uh, Niti is a co-leader or, a co- or like a host for one of them, yeah, the Bandra Connect. And Ankit, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, come on. Ankit, I think if he hasn't been to your Connect group yet, he will be, probably at some point. Here's the question, okay? How has, I'll start with you, Niti, how has Connect groups impacted your life? Okay, so I think Connect groups um, has, have kind of been an answer to something that God is doing in my life, like in general, not necessarily, um, you know, it's the way he's been working on my heart. So you know that thing that we've been talking about, about problem surrender? Yes. Yes. I can see that exact same pattern in my life when it comes to connect groups. Mm. Because I, Rachel knows she's been hunting me down. Because I signed up to be a connect group in 2017 and then I was scoundered. Oh, yo, she's not hacking me down. And uh, it's because I think, and, and this is very common in city and also, busyness was a huge idea in my life. Like, I just loved the busyness of my life and it became the excuse for everything. So, the way I treated my time really anything left over, then I could give it to God. But mm. not, it was mine, right? And, you know, <laughs> why would I give it to something else? Because I had plans for the year. And then, you know, when it comes to the whole story of surrender, I think at the end of 2018, I was just, I asked God a question, I said, okay, what would you have me do in the coming year? And I just don't like it when you ask me back a question, but he said, what do you have in your hands to give me? And I thought, oh, okay, I have my house. It's a really nice house, and so I promptly approached my best friend and I told her, Nina, I said, Here are my houses, you can have them. I believe God is calling you to host a connect group, and uh, I'll be out of your way. You can use my house and enjoy, you know. And uh, I went back to God and I said, Okay, I've done it. And hmm. then he said, No, what else do you have in your hands? And I was like, Oh, don't ask me my time, you know, don't ask me to do this because I, there, I have plans for the year. I want to start my business, I want to do this, I want to do that. And he told me, he said, do you want to see what better I can do with your time? Mm. Come on now. And then I was like, okay, this is literally my surrender statement to God. I went before him and I said, you know, I know I can do what I want. You gave me free will. But I'm going to, you know, I don't want to wake up one day in certain areas of my life and wonder what that looks like if I did it your way, Mm. you know? So I said, okay, it's all yours. And it's insane because it started, we started at eight people, we went to we went to 12, we are at 60.25, 2.25 is being... Is being S- someone's pregnant? No. Oh. <laughs> we were five weeks old when we started coming to Connect Group, so yeah. Uh, and we've seen people um, delivered from depression, we've seen wow. people get jobs that they Come on now. to get for years. We've seen, you know, one thing church maybe doesn't give us the space to do freely is for you to come in here on a Sunday morning and say, my marriage is in shambles. Mm. But when you open up a space for people to do that, something 
changes, right? God because God expects us to be, God wants us to be vulnerable yeah. because that's where he starts changing our hearts. Yeah. And when you give someone the space to do that, mm-hmm. crazy things happen. Amen. And, you know, you would think that, you know, as soon as I surrendered to God, everything went great in my life. It all snapped into place. And this is where I'm going to make a really bad picture of being a connect leader. But I've, I've had one of the hardest years of my life because I've seen God stretch me out of shape. Wow. He has stretched me out of shape, and I cannot tell you how. And I, and I believe that this is because whatever he wants to do through you as a leader, this is a note on leadership, he wants to do in you first. Mm. So he's going to bend you out of shape if you can't recognize yourself. I struggled with fear. I struggled with anxiety. I struggled with so many things. And he said, you know what? I'm not going to snap my fingers and take it away. I'm going to work with you. Mm. I'm going to work with you on each of those as you work with other people on mm. things that they're going through. You know? And I've seen it change my life. And the last thing is our provision. Um, BDPA 16.5 is way more than my house could handle. <laughs> and I said, oh God, you know what, I really don't want to move, I don't want to do all of these things. But uh, I said, I'm going to leave this at your feet. If you want me to have the space to do this every week, you need to give me a bigger place. I can't afford it, but you need to give me a bigger place. And uh, I just leave it at his feet. And he did. And you know what, God. that I was expecting at all. Wow. Wow. You know, and uh, the other thing is on my finances, because when you move to the city of Bombay from other cities, you don't really understand how the numbers work here. You're just like, what? You know, everything is so expensive. This is crazy. I don't know. Oh, what am I spending all my money on? And you know, halfway through the month, you can find yourself going like, oh, oh, and then, you know, you stretch it to the end of the month. You know, I decided that if I'm hosting this connect group, you know, with my friends, we're going to only give our best. We're going to get the best food on the table. We're going to make the house <laughs> you keep talking so much about it, then you might have more people coming, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we'll start and, uh, and, uh, yeah, and, and, but you know, ever since I started my connect group, and this makes no logical sense, I have way more money left over than I did at the beginning of the year. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Praise God. I'm Niti Isaac. That's my story. That's awesome, man. Come here, buddy. Thank you. Isn't that cool, man? I just love that story. I, there was so much in there. I could hear that again. Isn't that cool? Praise God. My wow, gosh. So, so how, is, how has it impacted you, young man? Yeah, Connect groups. Like, I, started, I started off as a C3 like pretty early. Uh, pretty, um, yeah, just, just, just this, uh, starting of this year. And uh, Ashley and Vijay were the first people who like came to me and like they were, like we have this connect, come on, meet. And it, it was very uh, it was a very homely feeling. Like it, I, I I had shifted from two other churches uh, prior to this, and I couldn't. And I was in I was you could call me an atheist that time. And like coming to this church, it completely changed my outlook on on God and like. Come on now. That's what it's all about. And like I was a hardcore atheist like who used to come and 
just decimate people. But then after coming here and understanding love and and like un understanding love because I was not in the sta state of love, I was in a, chaos, a state of chaos and I am still wow. in the chaos, a state of chaos which I am being cured through connects because like wow. one major... Come on. But one, 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 like the major part of being connect is understanding that chaos is like, you got to understand, like, like Urvaksh is a big, Urvaksh and uh, Vijay are, are big players for, for like, they have, I, in, I, I don't know, in my head, I feel like they've, they've, they've uh, sorted out all the chaos, but then like, <laughs> the way they, the, the way they preach and like, I, I, I'm learning so much through them, I'm learning so much through them, and like, I think when I, when I, when I was younger, I really, like, I really wanted a men mentorship, like, I, I knew I, I didn't know what to do on myself, but then coming through connects and meeting these people, like and having a, like being very open on what you, what problems you might be facing and what your mind is going through, and like having other people to reciprocate and also tell that okay, I'm also feeling the same way, and wow. it's like a home, it's like literally a, like a second home. Amazing. And that's 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 a, that's a that's an environment where people will flourish and hmm. will will build more. Come on now. So yeah, like I would, I would, I would suggest you to go to all connects, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not possible. Uh, one or two might, two might, two might suffice. <laughs> Amazing. Here's here's the the objective of of um of our small groups, um is to foster Christ-centered relationships. That's what we want to do. We do go over the notes from the sermon and we open up the Word, we go further into that, that Bible and we look at how we can apply it to our lives. I just love just hearing these stories because it's actually what we're here to do. We'll do all of this, we'll do all the lights, we'll do the cameras, we'll do all of that sort of stuff, but I'm telling you something, church is empty without what's going on in those guys' lives, okay? And if you're not a part of a group, um, I, I want to encourage you just pick one and go to it. doesn't matter about the location, really. I, we, we, you know, if you want to travel across town to, uh, just travel across town. We, we don't, we're not, it's, it's based on who you kind of click with and you like and you love and all of that sort of stuff. I think sometimes in church life, we're like, no, you live in this area, so you have to go to this group. Doesn't, but then it's like, well, I don't like those people, you know. We, it's okay. You can go where you want. My dream is that we have 100% of our church in, in connect groups, 100%. Because I know that if we do that, we, we will be growing like internally like never before. And the most, you know, we can talk about doing all the attractive stuff and flashy things and getting in big speakers and all that. We can talk about all of that. But you know what? Where the rubber hits the road really is when you're sick and you've got someone to visit you in hospital and pray for you from your connect group. I'm telling you, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And we want that across our church. Praise God. We are on week four of the We Build Together campaign. We are nearly there. We are nearly there. I am so excited for the dinner that we're going to have. Uh, I spoke to Tim Lowe this week, who's coming over for the dinner. He is just amped. He is, you know, I don't know if you understand that, he is just like bubbling over. He's like, what's going on? What's the theme? I'm ready to preach. And I told him the theme is we build together. He's like, oh, I've got a sermon on that already. I'm going to preach it and all of that sort of stuff. So today, um, I, I'm not going to preach, preach. Um, I'm going to kind of preach. I'm going to show you some scriptures. I'm also going to show you our goal. 
And uh, I, I, I want you to know, I am doing this in faith. Is anybody here in faith with me today? So last week we did our AGM, annual, annual, it's a very boring word, annual general meeting. And annual, annual general meeting is where you show all the f- boring figures, okay? They're very boring. You put up a spreadsheet and it's just figures that when you look at it, my brain just goes, blah, 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 blah. I just look at that. I have to really stare at it for a little while to begin to understand where everything is going. We did that last week. For those of you who came, thank you so much for taking the time to to see. And we do that to show that we are actually taking records. We are actually doing this properly. We get audited. We're everything that we're every down to every rupee, every paisa is, is accounted for. Um, and uh, we, we, we believe that we're in a place right now where we have gotten the church up to its yearly budget is around about 50 lakhs. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Like, come on, you can, I, I want a better clap than that. <laughs> Guys, that's your giving. That's your giving. You can pat yourself on the back. Say, that was me. I want you to understand something. The th- what Jesus does through the church is every member of the church, he does something way bigger through them than they could ever do by themselves. You know, we have a lot of people, uh, particularly if you're a millennial these days, I'm not, I, I'm not a millennial, unfortunately I missed the boat on that one, I was a bit too early, okay? Uh, uh, but, but we have so, much pe- so many people out there who are content creators. Everybody now is a content creator. And I think that is a worthy cause. I think that is amazing. Putting out what you have to offer to the world and, and seeing if someone can catch that. I think this generation is a generation of leaders. I think it's amazing. Isn't it cool? So I just want to commend you if you're a content crea- creator, you're putting stuff out there all the time, go for it. I've tried, but I'm useless at it. I need people to sort of help me with that. I, yeah, we have to, yeah, I need people to help me with that. I'm like, but for those of you who can do it all by yourself, man, good on you. Okay? Some of you older folk are like, what is he talking about? Content creator. I created a content. I wrote down my piece of paper. Is that I wrote a book? No, no. This is like every day there are people putting out stuff every day, all the time. And young people, it's a big part of their lives these days. But let me tell you something. You on yourself will do something great. But us together as God's church, I'm telling you, we'll do something better. Come on, you can clap. We will do something better together. That's what this We Build Together is about. Our goal is to take this church to a church where, it is, where its budget is one crore a year. I want to double our budget. That's where we're going. That's the goal. That's where I want to take you. You by yourself, you might not have 50 lakhs if you do. <laughs> but you might have 25,000 this year that you can commit towards We Build Together. You might have one lakh that you can commit towards over the year. See, what we're doing, okay, what we're doing is we're giving everybody the opportunity to go over and above with their tithe. We're doing this based on our tithe. Now, we've done something very similar to this. I just need to put a little ad in there, a little side note. We did something very similar to this, uh, to take this building, okay? And I didn't make it clear, my mistake, that we need to go over and above on our tithe. So our tithe is what we set our budget on, okay? So everything I'm looking at every month at what's coming in and then I project it out three months if I know that we've got three months worth I can sort of begin and if I know I look at last year, everything from this year that we've put our money towards, we've based it on what came in last year. What we can't have is, going, is people going, yes, yes, we build together, I'm just going to put my tithe money to here. 
That is called robbing Peter to pay Paul. And what our budget will do is we'll have this big We Build Together campaign, 50 lakhs, yay! And it was like, I don't know what happened over here to our tithes and offerings, it's because people didn't understand. If you, if you are, and I just want to say, if this is all too much for you and you're like, what is he talking about? He just wants all of our money. He just like, no, I don't want your money. I don't want your money. I want you to understand what it is to move into a place where you are trusting God and where you are beginning to see Him provide over and above what you ever thought He could ever provide. And, and so, so we have our tithes and offerings, that's what we base our whole budget on. We're keeping that and we're hoping to get that to a place where that is our wages. When I say our wages, I'm saying we need to take on staff, okay? And also, you have to understand, Rachel and I, up until this point, have not taken a wage from this church, okay? We have to get it from outside support. We, we, want, you guys to, we want you guys to grow into a church that is more sustainable. Because, lower, you know, you never know what's going to happen to Rachel and I in terms of, I don't know. But you need to be able to be in a place where if ever, you know, I fall off the boat when I'm going somewhere or... You never know. I'm not saying, I'm not prophesying anything, but this church needs to be sustainable for the work to continue. Do you understand? So we have to move into a place of faith right now. Where this, is, this moment is a moment of faith where we actually go, okay, you know what? We're not standing on the feet of some outside support, but we're standing on our own two feet. I want to tell you something. The, the church that, that, that has been supporting Rachel and I is, is, is about, 20, about 20 or 30 people bigger than this church. It's not a big church, but there are people in that church who over the years have been giving to campaigns like this and they have seen God provide. There's miracles that have come out of that. And I'm telling you something, there's going to be miracles coming out of this house as you go over and above and say, okay, God, and pray, okay, God, okay, God. Now, I want to read from you a scripture, 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 1 to 9. Now, I just, and just before I read this scripture out, I don't want you to think that I am trying to build what, is, what I'm about to talk about. Okay, there is a church in the, in the world right now that has actually taken this literally and gone and built, rebuilt Solomon's temple, okay? It's insane. The amount of money they spent, the amount of money, we're not talking about doing that, okay? It's all right, Leo. It's all right. It's okay. You can relax. But I am referencing this scripture because I want to stretch your thinking a little bit about the church. And before I read this scripture, I want you to, I want you to think about this. We want to build a church that you are proud to bring your friends to. What is We Build Together about? We Build Together is about building a place together that you are proud to bring your boss to that you are proud to bring that guy that you wish you could just witness to, but you're too scared because if you brought him to the church and he sees the shabby blinds and he sees the, the floors that are a little bit in the, the, the tatty paintwork and he comes from somewhere that doesn't look anything like that and you're like, I don't know what they're going to think about this Jesus because they already think the whole Jesus thing is only for the poor. They already think that. They, they already think that. I mean, yeah, oh, Jesus is amazing. He's for the poor people. But since I'm, you know, a little bit more, you know, sorted out, I, I, I worship this guy. He's for them, right? People think these crazy things. We, we are here to break that because I'm telling you something. Because of that one thought, people are going to hell. 
And we are building a church that is a place where people can say, I am willing to bring my friends here because it's excellent, it has excellent worship, it has okay preaching, and the setting is beautiful. I'm proud of what we built. Come on, you can give God a clap. I'm proud of what we built. I'm proud of what we built. And it's, it's, that's, that's the step that we're taking together. See, see, individually we can't do it, but collectively, let me tell you something. Something amazing can happen. And this has happened time and time and time and time and time again across the globe. This is how it works. Across the world, this is how you see the kingdom actually moving forward. A group of people who say, you know what? We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to take this ground. We're going to claim it in Jesus' name because God has told us He will provide. So we're going to, we're going to give in to this and see what He can do. So let's, let's read this. 1 Chronicles 29, 1-9. Then King David said to the whole assembly, My son Solomon, the one whom God has chosen, is young and inexperienced. The task is great because this palatial structure is not for man but for the Lord God. Okay, what we're doing here is not, it's, it brings glory to His name, okay? With all my resources, I have provided for the temple of gold. God, gold for the gold work. That's, that's insane. Silver for the, have you seen any gold here? I haven't seen any gold here. Okay, silver for the silver, bronze for the bronze, iron for the iron, wood for the wood, as well as onyx for the setting for the settings, turquoise, stones of various colors, and all kinds of fine stone and marble, all of these in large quantities. Besides, in my devotion to the temple of my God, I now give my personal treasures of gold and silver for the temple of my God over and above everything I have provided. Listen to this. Listen to this heart of David. Now, I know this was a wealthy man. This was a wealthy man, but listen to his heart. Listen to the way this guy operates. Do you, have, do you hear many wealthy people that operate like this? I, haven't, I, don't see, I don't see many. I haven't seen many in this nation. I'm sorry. When people are wealthy here, it tends to be, it's mine, right? But here's David. And I just want to put this question out. Maybe David was entrusted with that kind of wealth because God knew that he was going to give it on. Okay? So, so, so. Besides my devotion to God, I now give my personal treasures of gold and silver for the temple of my God, over and above everything I provided for this holy temple. 3,000 talents of gold. Listen, I'm not going to go into this, but that is a like. I mean, you're talking about billions of dollars, okay? All right, he was a king. Uh, and 7,000 talents of refined silver for the overlaying of the walls of the buildings, for the, work, for the gold work and the silver work, and for all the work to be done by the craftsmen. Now, who is willing? Is David, the king, he's saying to the nation of Israel, which now represents us as a church. Now, who is willing to consecrate themselves to the Lord today than the leaders of families, the officers of the tribes of Israel, the commanders and thousands and commanders of hundreds and the officials in charge of the king's work gave willingly. They gave toward the work on the temple of God 5,000 talents, 10,000 derricks of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. Anyone who had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the temple of the Lord in custody of Jehael the Geshonite. The people rejoiced. That, that's, that's like Garima Pant in our church, okay? The people rejoiced at the willing response of their leaders, for they had given them freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord. David the king also rejoiced. Isn't that cool? Greatly. 
Isn't that cool? Now, when I read this, my mind gets blown at the extravagance. <laughs> I, my mind just gets blown at the extravagance. To see this built, they went and built it. Okay? And I want to say something. Because of this, the Lord's name was made famous. I'll show you. There was a lady. She was a queen. Later on, this queen, this influencer, this person who ruled a nation, came to hear of what was going down in Solomon's kingdom. Because she saw that there was some generosity going on, and because of that generosity, she had heard of what they had done. And this is what it is for us. 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 1 to 13, it says, When the queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship with the Lord, she came to test Solomon with hard questions. Anyone had an unbeliever, a person who doesn't know Jesus, give you hard questions? I'm, I want to just say something really frankly. If people aren't asking questions, they don't really care about it. But if they are asking questions, they probably care. God is probably doing something in their heart. And I'm I want to say something else as well. Queen of Sheba wouldn't have been asking uh, King Solomon any questions had he been sitting on the corner of some street going, God is great. Okay? There was something that happened because of God's people, because they stood up and saying, no, we are doing this. We are building this. This is going to be a place that we can say it makes God's name what it is in terms of it is a place that represents our God. It was just a stone Bible. You know, in, at the end of the, at the, end of the time, in the, end of, in the end, it actually got all torn down. It's not about that. But it's about God doing something through a group of people and what they can do when they come together. And the witness that went out because of it. So anyway, she comes with these hard questions, arriving at Jerusalem with a very great caravan, okay, with camels carrying spices. Mmm, I wonder what those spices were. Large quantities of gold and precious stones. She came to Solomon and talked with him about all that she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. He had done an apologetics course with uh, Ravi Zacharias or with Tim Keller or something like that. He, okay. When the queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and, 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 can you see it? I'm, I'm trying to get you to, and the now, we aren't trying to build a palace over here. We're trying to build a church that we are proud of bringing our friends to. I just want you to begin to picture how you want this place to look for your friends that you're trying to bring to the Lord. We have a heart for this city. And we, Rachel and I, we know we came on a call. We came, and our call was reach the influences of this nation through this city so that the rest of the nation can be influenced. Because if you reach the top, the whole nation gets impacted. That is our heart. But one of the biggest areas that has been a massive step of faith for us along this journey 
is, is just going into places where we just are not in those places. I, I'm a middle-class boy from Australia. You have to understand, I am, I'm not like... But, but God has called us to this place to reach influences, but it, it is really hard when you start to walk into the Queen of Sheba's house and you say, oh, come to church, and they go, where are you? Mean? Okay, and then they come and like, oh, okay. Okay, that's uh, Well, you know, I prayed to this one and you should see what I have. Now, I, you know, that's how people think. Now, I'm not saying that we have to start to, you know, have gold lining on the floors and all of that sort of stuff and onyx and mirrors and all of that. So it's okay, okay? <laughs> We're not going there. We're going to be... We're going to be good stewards of the increase that God brings in. And we have no choice. It's blooming expensive to, uh, to do what we do, okay, and to take ground. But one day I'm dreaming that we can actually, uh, as we move into a generosity, that one day we'll be able to purchase something along this uh, lower Perel line right there. I want to purchase land there. I want to purchase a floor. I want to have a full, whole, a full floor for our children's church. You know, I want to have a full floor for our church. I want to, I, and I want to do it all over the city. I want to have five other centers, Okay, because I think God's name needs to go out. But you know what enables it? Prayer meetings? Yes. Yes, prayer meetings. We need those. Good preaching? Yeah, that'll help. Good worship? Yeah, that'll help. Connect groups? Yes. But you know what actually moves this forward? Is people generous. People actually saying, no, this is mine and I'm doing it. I am going to go together with these guys and we're going to build something great and mighty for the kingdom of God that brings fame to His name and so that I can say to my friends, listen, why don't you come on down to my church and see what God is doing? And they will walk in and be like, oh. You know, God is working always in the now. The problem with the church at some points, it's always what God did yesterday. A lot of what is going on in the city right now, we can see the effects of what happened yesterday. Wilson College, Xavier's College, all these hospitals. It's all yesterday. It's all amazing, but they're all kind of a little run down. It's all yesterday. A lot of the church buildings, beautiful land, all of that sort of stuff. I love it. But are they really bringing fame to God's name? I don't think so. You go to City Vinayak and you compare it to the churches that we have today, there is a stark difference. And you expect people to come in and say, oh, wow. They're not coming in and saying, wow. They're coming in and saying, looks a bit poor around here and these ain't my people. How are we to affect this nation if we don't start to stand up and be generous and start to build His kingdom in the way it should be built? It's a challenge to you. And you and I, we can do it. We can do it. We can step into it. It's actually there for us to take. It's just there for us to take. I want you to pray about what you feel the Lord is leading you to. And as I, as I say this, I want to remind you of a story in the Bible about, well, the story is called The Widow's Might. The widow's might. Actually, I, I think I should read it to you. Um, I'm pretty sure it's in Mark chapter 12, verse 41 to 43. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put. I just want to bring to your notice that this is not where the tithes were put. This was where free will offerings were given. Okay? It's important to note that. Because often we think of this as tithes and offerings. It's not. 
Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts and they would do it on purpose, okay? Because the way these, these offerings were taken, it would be like a sort of like a big trumpet and like a big brass trumpet, there's like nine big brass trumpets and if you threw in coins, lots of coins, it would make a big clang, ding, 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 ding sort of noise and everyone would be like, oh, who was that? You know, it's like, oh, you know, Shah Rukh Khan just walked in and just gives it throwing. You know, like it's, it's like that and, 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 and <laughs> Jesus was like against all of this, right? So he, he this all of the show thing going on with wealth and and <clears throat> I, it was sad what had happened in the end with the church because it was like the God's blessing for the nation of Israel. We got to be so careful with wealth, right? Because it's like the 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 whale the whale <laughs> the tail starts wagging the dog, right? Right? You know you know what I'm saying. This can happen with wealth. It's like we make it all about the wealth, and unfortunately when Jesus came, by that point, it had been, you know, they'd seen so much of the blessing of God, but it all became about that, and so Jesus had to come and put that back in order, right? So, so, so here we have these, these rich guys giving in, and, uh, but it, it says this, there was a poor widow who came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling His disciples to Him, Jesus said, truly, truly, I, I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. Now, I want you to hear this. This is not about a rich guy giving in lots of money. This is about us understanding our position with Christ. And I want you, I want you to see this. Jesus didn't see what the rich guys had given. He didn't even notice that. He just noticed that it was a lot. But he noticed what the widow didn't keep for herself. Jesus noticed what the widow didn't keep for himself. I I want you to hear this. Generosity is something that we step into and, and you've got to understand that Jesus is testing us always with what is at the center of our hearts. And I can tell you something. If our money isn't given over to Jesus, and if we don't have the ability to say to Jesus, you know what, if you speak to me and, 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 and tell me to give like this widow... And we can't at least have that prayer with the Lord. I would challenge you to say, you are still ruled by money. And, and Jesus wants to get you at a place where He is your ruler, not money, because money will let you down. Now, I'm not advocating that you need to be like the widow and give in all your money. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. But you've got to see at what Jesus was trying to teach His disciples about faith. This widow went all in. That's all. This widow went all in. See, God's waiting to bless you. When we come to God, we come to God full. And we say, God, I, I, just, I, just, need, I just need this, that and the other, I need this. And, but otherwise, I'm, I'm pretty much, yeah, I'm okay. Don't, I don't, I don't want to be all in with you because, you know, well... 
I like to be in control, you know. And God's like, no, I, I, want, I want to bless you, but I, I got to have somewhere to put what I'm going to give you. So he's like, okay, start with the tithe and let's, let's do this We Build Together campaign. And he's going he's gonna to speak to you about it. He's like, okay, let's... And you know, there's this scripture, it's an interesting scripture where Jesus says, well, actually, I think it's Paul. He says, you know, give and it shall come back to you. Press down, shaken together, and running over. You, you know, for God to bring you into that place of running over, He's got to have somewhere to put that. And He's waiting for you to empty yourself before Him. You empty yourself out for God. He, empties, he starts emptying out the treasury of heaven to you. And you know what this running over is for? Blessed to be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. He wants to give through you. As you trust us on this, if you trust God on this, and have that spirit of the widow, I'm not saying you have to give all your money. <laughs> Please don't. But give what God has called you to give. You'll see it. I'm, I can tell you this, the stories next year that are going to come out of this campaign are going to be incredible because God is building His church. Look what He's done on what we've got so far. Look what He's done. I can't believe we're full today. I put out less chairs this week deliberately because we've started a night service and I thought, well, our morning service is now and I had to tell Canal to put out more chairs. Since we've started this church, we've baptized some like 80 people. That was, that, that's 80 people that are not going to hell, man. <laughs> that's 80 people who are now going to heaven. Like Harry said, I mean, that was pretty strong words. I don't know, Harry, that's pretty strong words to say. I don't even know if I'd be alive if it wasn't for God and what He's done in my life here in this place. I'm telling you something, God's at work. But he is waiting for people to stand up and say, no, 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 we're gonna, we've, we've seen what you can do in the ages, Lord, in, in history. We've seen what you can do with a group of people who stand up and, and give their best to build the kingdom of God. We want to see it now here in Mumbai, in Jesus' name. Amen. So here we are. Now, you can't see this up here, but this is our aim. Our faith goal in our We Build Together campaign is to raise 53 lakhs, 32,326 rupees. That's our goal. 79% of that money will go towards this rent. What that's going to do is going to free up our tithes and offerings budget to begin to pay some people. We're going to bring on some young people to help us build this church. We're going to bring on an intern for, for, the, for you. Who's a, who's a young youthy who considers themselves a youth? Okay, no, sorry. <laughs> We got some, we need a, like 75% of this nation is under the age of 35, guys. We have to be doing something amongst the young people, all right? So we need to bring in staff and begin to build a ministry up that is reaching our young people of this city, right? Okay, amen? So that will enable us to do that. Uh, it will enable us to bring in, uh, we need it, we, we got all of this media stuff happening. I don't know if you've noticed our Instagram, it's gotten a little better. We can't, we can't, <laughs> we, it's awesome, but we can't go on just having that for free. 
that's a lot of work, okay, we've got to pay for that, all right? So we'll be able to free out some money for that, we'll be able to free out some money for some other, some other you know, staff, and, and for Rachel and I, we're going to take a small portion of that, praise the Lord for that, that'll be amazing, okay? Uh, but that's what will happen, is 79% will be okay, and, and what could also happen if we get this all up front, I mean, I, you never know, we can go to the, the, the owners of this place and say, we've got this amount of money, bring up you know, like, we can, you know, like, we can do the whole hustle thing, right? I'd, I'd like to be in that position, okay? But, uh, uh, so that's that, all right? Then we need to make this place a little prettier. It's a little bit like, you know, when Tim Lowe came last year, he said, yeah, your place is a little bit like, needs some color, you know? <laughs> that's, so I want to put up some wallpaper over here, over here, see in that corner there, we're going to turn that into what's called the Connect Lounge, okay? The Connect Lounge. So that lounge, because uh, like what's happening at the moment, you bring your friend or some new person comes and they're like, who the heck are all of these people? I don't know what to do with myself. And I, I who knows, like who's awkward around big crowds and stand there like, oh, lots of people. I'm awkward around big crowds. It's funny because I'm a preacher, so it's weird. Anyway, but... But uh, so we're going to create a space where we begin to have the connect group leaders and those who want to volunteer to actually welcome along our new guests and have a place for them to sit and a place for them to have coffee. We'll serve them, okay? So that's, that area is going to be a pretty little space. Rachel's got something, I'm sure she's got some visualizations with, uh, with Niti in her head about how that's going to look and all of that. Then we're going to paint the rest of the place, all right, and make it look good. So we need around two lakhs for that, okay? So that's uh, green. What are we at? Four percent of the thing then okay that big 10 percent. okay at the moment uh see this desk over here guys see this little desk okay we started the church on this little desk but uh, can i tell you something about this little desk <laughs> it's a little desk okay it's a toy okay it's good it's good for like you know if you're one of those you, know, you uh, hire a dj people at a wedding it's for, for, it's for them okay that's what it's designed for it's not made for uh world-class singers like marianne to uh, to come and sing like there's i can't tell you when you know how i wear those things in my ears i can't tell you what's going on in my ears it's just like because we can't control it with that desk so we have so we need a new desk that's uh you know so that budget we need about five lakhs to come in for the and those speakers they're not ours guys they're actually borrowed because these speakers are too old to be repaired so we need some new speakers so there's about five lakhs so paint and basic repairs two lakhs five lakhs for the speakers we need some new lights because we're taking a that thing is a live streaming camera and the problem with it at the moment is you can't see you know, we need some lights okay we need some more lights so we've got a, we've got we need about two lakhs for lights we need a dropbox thing which is 1400 rupees a year okay don't come and tell me you're going to cover that <laughs> i'll cover the dropbox right 1400 rupees a year oh, thanks yeah you're very generous adobe um oh yeah it's 14,000 a month sorry and uh adobe that's uh the art program that we need kids church okay who's got kids can i just tell you something church mark my words there's more kids coming okay there's more kids coming now uh, you have to understand something when the king, queen of sheba brings her kids and the auditorium's amazing but the kids' church is looking a bit like a country town, like a tier three city, okay? Uh, she ain't going to be too impressed. 
okay? She ain't going to be too impressed and she may not come back. People actually make decisions on whether or not they'll come back to churches based on the kids' area. Yeah. Statistics, okay? If their kids are going to get looked after. In fact, if we can look after kids really well in our church and actually have a really great facility, I'm, I, I actually dream one day that we can actually have a center where we can actually use it like a... Like a What's the funky monkeys or the indoor like furry panda or whatever that place is? What's that? Like a place where there's slides and, you know, funky stuff and then amazing area for craft and amazing area like where the kids can fall over and if they bang their head, their head just bounces back up again because it's got those springy floors, not like, oh, okay, let's go and get the first aid kit. Like, you know, I, and that's what I hope for one day, but it's going to cost a lot of money. We need to be generous and we need to get this rolling so that we can see God provide into our world so we can go and take that sort of stuff. But, and it starts, so we want to we paint that area up. We want to put some, at the moment, they're sitting on the floor, okay, and uh, we've got cushions and rugs. We want them on uh, tables and chairs, okay, and we want like nice drawers where they pull out that drawer and they can pull a pencil out and all of that. It's all a bit ad hoc at the moment. We're a startup, okay, but we're moving from startup into established, okay, and a part of that, <laughs> okay, a part of that is 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 looking after our kids, okay. So so that is what we're praying for. You might think, well, how can I help out with that? If you can go to uh, the slide with the, it's just all the figures. Uh, this one, oh, it's, you may not be able to see it, but you know, 480 rupees a week. There's 2,008 rupees a month. That's 25,000 a year. That might be all you can do, but listen to me. That will make a huge difference. Going, okay, I can afford uh, 4,000 rupees a month over and above my tithe. That's 50,000 rupees. Listen to me. You get 100 people, give them 50,000 rupees. We've hit budget, guys. And you might be in a position, there might be people, I mean, who knows where you're at. You might be able to give more. You might be able to just give a lump sum and say, you know what, I feel the Lord has just got this sum on my mouth. I'm, I'm trusting Him, I'm going to, listen, whatever. But this is where we're aiming. And I believe God's going to do something special through this, amen? Amen? So, um, yep, 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 come on, come on, let's clap, let's clap. All right. Now, with all of these commitments... So what if I commit to an amount and then my circumstances change, okay? It's okay. Like say if you go, I'm going to give two lakhs over this year, this kind of month, and then your business falls apart and whatever else and something happens and whatever. You just give us a call. It's all good. We're, we're, not, a, we're not a collections agency, okay? You're not taking a loan with us, all right? So it's okay. We, we, are, we are in as much faith as you are on this, okay? So we're believing God for, for the increase. So I don't want you to like, oh, I don't know, because what if it's all good? And I don't want there ever to be in this church a feeling of like, I'm embarrassed to go because I haven't been able to fulfill my commitment, blah, blah, blah. Okay? We are not a shame church, okay? We're not a church where we guilt people into stuff we... We are not about that. We're the exact opposite. In fact, we hope that we can rescue people out of those kind of cultures. Amen. So I just want you to do something. Pray. Next week, I'm going to be releasing some commitment cards, not to be filled out, but just for you to take home and begin to believe and pray of what the Lord would have you commit to over and above your tithe.
and the dinner where Pastor Tim Lowe will be coming, it will be the commitment dinner where we have this beautiful moment, I can't wait, a beautiful moment where we put in those commitments. So Rachel and I will be putting in them out too. I just can't wait to see what God is going to do. I can feel it. I just feel like God's going to do something incredible. I think we're just going to blow the socks off everyone that comes and be like, we raised and we're going to be like, we did it. We did it. When we just imagine this place repainted, the kids' church looking really amazing. The sound, the musicians not frowning like this, trying to make it, but actually worshipping free and you hearing the amazing sound entering into the presence of God. I want, we're getting subs, subs, you know, subs, so you can actually feel the bass. It's going to be amazing. Don't worry, getting technical with you. It's going to be amazing, guys, and we're going there. Amen? C3 Mumbai is a church in the heart of India's commercial capital, where a diverse group of people brought together to worship God and to pass on the hope of salvation by grace that we freely received. For more information about C3 Mumbai, please visit our website c3mumbai.com or visit our Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram or tweet us on our handle at C3Mumbai. Hey, it's Ryan here. If you enjoyed this message and you live in Mumbai, we would love to meet you in person. Why don't you come along 11.30 a.m. Studio 10 at Famous Studios in Mahalakshmi.